Welcome to the Innovation Conversation, a podcast about innovators, both in business and real life. Hosted by myself, Ricardo Pesqual, and Harry McDonough. Today's episode is sponsored by Hyperskill. Hyperskill is a learning and training platform that enables people from all over the world to learn new tech skills. If you're looking to learn new tech skills, this is a platform to choose. You can find out more about them on hyperskill.org. Our podcast is also sponsored by Social Town Marketing, our go-to social media agency. From Vienna, delivering great services to clients all over the world. Make sure you check them out at socialtownmarketing.com. Today we talk with Vish Burger, founder of Bundle, about the challenges of launching a business and raising a family all at the same time. Vish, thank you very much for joining us today. Me and Harry, we're super excited to have you here. Thank you very much. So tell us all about Bundle and what you guys do over there. So Bundle is um, a new AI-powered marketplace for like modern families. Yeah. Um, so essentially, we uh, I'm like the co-founder and like CEO. Um, we started the company. Uh, well, we actually launched the company in November last year, but we've been working with the company for about two and a half, three years. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, essentially, we there's a few components behind it. Um, we use like AI to predict what parents need at okay. every single stage of their journey. So um, we actually, uh, we had our baby during the uh, 2020 lockdowns. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. And um, we were very overwhelmed with the um, the space. Like, so searching for products, um, accessing expertise, um, the whole landscape is like a complete minefield. Um, and we wanted to simplify that, and and um, we we decided to create a marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, our backgrounds are, are in technology, okay. so we worked uh, within marketing. So we worked at um, various tech startups um, in like mobility, um, insure tech, um, mm-hmm. travel tech as well, um, and we wanted to kind of bring. Uh, this new kind of angle on on like the marketplace where we predict what parents need um, something that hasn't really been done before mm-hmm. um, within kind of like the e-commerce and like marketplace yeah. space and um, yeah kind of we, we we launched November and it's been a it's been a journey so far so just just for reference so if I have a child who's allergic to wipes a specific type of wipes can you guys take that into consideration and just take it or maybe a certain type of fabric or something like that yeah, I mean, How does it work? So, so, so in terms of the actual process, mm-hmm. so we um, captured the date of birth um, of the child yeah. and the, or, or the expected due date, and that's the very first stage of um, the journey. And, and by, that, by us doing that, we're able to understand at what stage that they're specifically at. Mm-hmm. Now, when you become a customer on Bundle, you can input your details, um, you've got a profile page, and you can add details about your child. Um, so for example, going back onto your question, <laughs> um, you could have details on there which you could input about your child, mm-hmm. and then we would use that within the future to predict that you don't want to have that, that specific type of product, and here are some recommendations for you that you might need. Basically, we want to get customers that land on our site mm-hmm. and allow them to buy products without them even knowing that they need them. Hmm. So the idea is that we reduce the amount of time yeah. that they specifically search for products um, and then we tell them what to buy, they buy the products and then they reduce the amount of browsing time and they spend time with their family. Um, I think there's a stat that basically parents spend uh, what new parents spend up to 18, 20 hours a month mm-hmm. just searching online for products. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. 
which is which is quite a long time. And um, parents are very sleep deprived. Yeah, very tired, um, and it, and it and there's a huge problem, um, and it and it hasn't really been fixed. And and that, as I said to you before, the landscape is very cluttered. That there are thousands of independent brands that um, that, that sell amazing products, yeah. but how do you find them? Exactly, I think that's that's always the biggest problem. So recently, in the family. Um, just been a new baby, actually two new babies, and I was telling them how cool InfoCool is, you know, the ones for, for your baby colleagues. I don't know if you, Harry, you ever came across this product, but it's when babies have a little bit of gas and they cry a lot, yeah. and the parents are completely desperate because they just want to sleep, right? Yeah. But in different countries, people don't realize this actually exists. So yeah. I'm always the one saying, hey, get this. They're crying all night, see how it works. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing, you completely change our routine. <laughs> <laughs> and this type of thing, you actually need it as a parent because not always do you know what's out there in the market. Not yeah. always do you know, okay, what's right for my child at this moment. Yeah. And then having something that actually helps them navigate the whole experience, it's it's quite good. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think there's also just to kind of follow on from what you said that there's a big problem for new parents because we were new parents, mm-hmm. you know, in 2020, and we didn't have a That's clue crazy. what that to buy crazy. for our first so job. I just want to jump on that point at the moment. You mentioned about new parents yeah. and starting and creating a business. Now, often the saying goes is you create a business out of something that you're passionate about, you love, and you <coughs> see a market fit that no one else is going after. Yeah. The question is, obviously, if you're never in that situation and had your baby at a later stage, would you have still created and set up bundle? Would you have seen that opportunity in that fit? Yeah, I mean, to, to answer your question, probably not. Um, <clears throat> we so I mentioned before that our, our backgrounds are in tech. Um, <clears throat> we, we've worked in the startup world for about 10, 15 years, about fifteen years, should I say? And and we've always wanted to create our own business at some point. And for the past like three, four years, I've talked about launching a business, but you know you have to find something that is relevant and also that fixes an actual pain point and a problem um we had our baby in 2020 and this opportunity presented it, it to ourselves mm-hmm. um and yeah my my wife said to me uh, you know we both talked about it and she said to me go for it, it, it we should support supporting partner. we should do it i will support you mm-hmm. financially you know i quit my quite high senior level job mm-hmm. um you know from a financial sort of perspective you know we like reduced down our salaries quite a bit that is brave though that is brave right. you said a new child that is you know, yeah, a yeah. tough decision to make That's nice. totally yeah it, it was um it was an interesting period mm-hmm. but i was very passionate about it and, 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 and going back need, isn't it the passion going back into the passionate part yeah absolutely um we realized that oh, because we worked in the startup world before we, in every job that we've done, we've fixed the problem. Yeah. Um, and I'm really passionate about fixing problems um, for consumers. And, and this was a big thing. And, and um, yeah, she allowed me to do it. And um, she, she's actually, so Lucy, who's like my partner and um, she's my wife, but she's actually our co-founder as well. Um, and kind of comes, comes in on the business from a very kind of strategic, creative sort of side of things. Um, I'm, I'm probably a bit more on like, the business side, mm-hmm. um, but my background's in marketing, so. Um, so it's a good match then? It's a good match, it's yeah. Really good match, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I've like been with my wife for um, nearly 20 years. And many more, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and yeah, yeah, so, so, so yeah, like, we both knew each other really well. So mm-hmm. this partnership 
with our business is going to be very long, you know, and 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 we hope it's going to be a, like a big success. We're, we're we're very much at the start of our journey at the moment. Um, so what's but, it like actually merging that all together? So having yourself working with your wife, doing a startup, which is like a whole different thing. Yeah, there's no avoiding that whole work life <coughs> confrontation. That's a good point. How, yeah. how do you actually manage that? Yeah, I mean, good good question. We 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 were locked in during COVID uh, in <laughs> our <escape>. lockdown, <laughs> and. Um, it, it, it was very challenging. We had a baby. Yeah, um, baby you were locked in. You yeah. starting a business. There was a lot of things going on at the same time. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We had a few personal things that can happen. My, um, just, just, just with family. So it was quite intense, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but we... I, I actually decided to kind of start working after the lockdowns had ended mm-hmm. to go and... St- uh, get an office and start working there. So I had a little bit of time to kind of just think a little bit and, and um, develop the business. Um, but I said to you before, you know, this isn't like we, me and my partner have been together for like, you know, a couple of years. We've been together for a long time. So we know each other quite well. Um, understand our kind of dynamics and, and, and how we work. And we're, we're very flexible people. So we, we, we built a business on flexibility. Um, which is exactly the type of people that we want to employ in the future, which is, mm-hmm. um, you know, be a flexible company and, and, and work with parents. So, so what's been like the biggest challenge so far? And I know there's many, many challenges, <coughs> but what was the one you said, I think I want to quit right now? What's the one that you look back and say, yeah, I'm, I'm happy I passed the Rubicon. I think that's an American expression, but you know. Yeah. Um, really good question. <coughs> I, I, I can honestly say... I've never felt like I wanted to quit um, this business. And that, and that probably comes down to my passion mm-hmm. for the business. Now, to answer your part of the, uh, that question, yes, there have been a, so many different challenges. Um, I think being a parent, mm-hmm. um, having responsibilities, um, being able to section your time off here and there. Um, I think launching a business during the COVID period and this economic climate yeah. has been particularly quite challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yeah, I think fundraising as well. You know, I think during, had we launched our business in 2020, actually went live, yeah. it would have been a different story because e-commerce and and, and invest, investing had boomed during, yes, everyone was during that time. Mind, right? yeah. Everyone e-commerce boomed uh, and like shot up. But obviously, over the last couple of years, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, a bit more challenging than usual. And but at the same time, I, I believe it allows founders to innovate in the relevant sectors. Mm-hmm. The bars definitely are much more high than it used to be in order yeah. to secure funds and like grow your business. So i.e. investors are definitely looking for, um, you know, much uh, stricter metrics, mm-hmm. um, u- unit economics, um, and, and, you know, it, they want to make sure that your business is going to be viable, right? Yeah. So um, it's, it's definitely a lot more challenging. But I've, n- I've never felt as if I wanted to kind of quit and like give up. And I guess that comes down to the passion. Really. Should you also kind of tell our audience that you're in the process of actually, was it closing your round or raising <coughs> at the moment? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, we, we so we actually, our, our background is that we actually did a raise last year, which was our pre-seed raise. So um, we raised just over 200,000 um, and that was our pre-seed raise. And it allowed us to build our MVP, launch our business, run some marketing, some growth hacking, um, starts to deliver some traction, um, and we've delivered growth by about 180% month on month. Wow. Oh, that's pretty good. 
which is pretty Great good. Sense. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If I'm an investor, I'm going to be happy with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, I, I hope so. Um, and um, so, so we delivered that growth, and, and now we're, we're coming into our phase two, which is um, we've got data, um, we've got traction, and now we're doing a second raise. So we're looking to raise, um, well, we're actually raising right now, speaking to a number of investors, um, and that will allow us to really accelerate to like the next level, which is um, where we are going to be developing a lot of our AI, and that's a lot of our features. So as a new business, you, um, a lot of brands call themselves AI, or they've got a, like an AI yeah. feature, but you need data in order to deliver AI, a yeah. solution, right? So, so our first phase was all about data collection, mm-hmm. um, and like being able to do that, um, okay. which we've done. So yeah. Interesting. And how are you finding like the, the conversations you have now with investors? How are you finding them overall? Are they very receptive to new ideas or are they actually just, you know, closing ranks and saying, hey, we don't want to spend money anywhere because yeah. we don't know what's happening with the economy? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> good question. There's a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because there is we're building something quite innovative here that hasn't really been done before. So um, especially in the e-commerce sort of world, um, if you look at a lot of e-commerce sites, um, it's just a shopping window, right? With like products. Um, what we're trying to do here is plug in technology to deliver a, a very seamless experience for a customer so they don't have to like think about what they need to buy. Mm-hmm. Now, I think investors are, they, they love what we're doing um, and we're in, deep conversations with a few angel investors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of investors are waiting till this period like passes, kind of passes yeah. et cetera. Um, there's funds available, um, um, as, I, uh, as I believe. Um, but I guess um, some investors are, are deploying cash. And I think as a, as a business, you really need to stick out yeah. um, at the moment um, at, 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 as a cream of the crop, you know. Um, at the top, you know, to, to, to be able to um, to convince them. It's funny you saying this because I think every conversation we're having so far, me and Harry with different founders, it's always the same thing, which is it's not that it's hard to get investment, is that investors are closing in and saying, hey, we can't, we don't want to spend so much right now. We kind of want to see how the economy performs. Yeah. And I do wonder if it's, this is just for the UK or if, you know, other regions are also struggling with investment at the point. Yeah, good, good. Another good question. Um, yeah, I think UK for sure is quite heavily impacted. Yeah. Um, it's always quite a hard one because it comes down to yeah. investor knowledge, which seems to be one mm-hmm. thing that the UK lacks to a great extent. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of buzz around fintech, other key areas. But when you go into areas that, such as agri-tech or looking into healthcare and stuff like that, it's something they're moving into. But when they say healthcare, it's more medicine, pharmaceutical, yeah. moving in with GlaxoSmithKline and other big things. But at the end of the day, it's investor knowledge. Yeah. And I want to kind of go on to the question again, which would be, what investors would you look for? Would you be looking for anybody to kind of come in or would you be looking for someone who would give you a little bit of money in the, in the, in the let's say, the hope of getting mentoring mm-hmm. or would you be looking for someone to give you a lot of cash and you don't really care, you can kind of go out and do whatever you want and they're there, just let <coughs> you do whatever you want? So yeah, I mean, I think there's there's two different types of investors, right? Which you've kind of, which you've kind of said, right? And, and for our side, so we've got, um, just taking a step back from that question a little bit, we've got advisors who operate in e-commerce, in the baby sector, 
um, I've got another advisor who is ex-head of DoubleClick at Google, and he runs his own e-commerce store right now at the moment, and he makes um, you know millions of pounds worth of revenue. So these guys, I've got a lot of expertise behind us, but you can never stop learning, right? Um, from the investor perspective, um, I want to get someone who is aligned with our vertical, um, someone who's got experience within marketplaces, mm -hmm. investing in marketplaces, um, and 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 like e-commerce as well. But technology um, is consumer tech is yeah. is like very important. Um, and you know if if an investor has got experience in that area and they've got advice to give to us, that's amazing, mm -hmm. right? You know, exactly. um, but you know we we, we can work both collaboratively or we can work as um you know individually as well you know um we're very flexible but i'm i'm very much all about fostering relationships with people within our network anyone who comes on board within our business will be part will be heavily involved with our business um and can help us shape our future um in terms of the direction that we go in because it's very important to have the right people at the right time and, and yeah. really have that network around you and again we had a guest who came on previously, which was Vasily, who runs his own, the London startup scene, which gets yeah, a lot sure. of traction on that side. Yeah. That kind of shows the impact of having a community, having individuals around you. And you're saying that that is very key to where you want to get in life. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, Vasily's a good friend of mine. Um, I've attended a lot of his events. Um, and yeah, it, you know, networking is like so important. Um, it's very difficult to find investors just mm -hmm. out of the blue um, and like on a coal level. Um, a lot of it's all about relationship building yeah. and also them getting to know you and you getting to know them on a one-on-one -on -one basis because end of the day, you know, they're investing their capital into, you know, this business. But I think at this stage as well, so, you know, we're kind of hybrid in between pre-seed and mm -hmm. about to hit our seed, which will be, um, or like seed raise, which will be later on. So early next year. Um, but I guess at this stage, investors are very much look, looking into the founders and like, have they got the drive to get can through. Can they trust you with yeah. their money? Type of thing. Can they trust you with your money? But can they also get through this period? Yeah. This is possibly one of the most difficult periods to raise money and yes, launch a business and yes. grow. But equally at the same time, as I said to you before, innovation comes in in experiences like this, where um, you know you can you can demonstrate that you can grow and, and and have that resilience. I think resilience is such a a common theme and, and like word within the startup world for like founders um, and have they got that skill set to do that? You need to have it. I mean, isn't it? But if you look back a couple of years ago, financial crisis two thousand eight, right? All the big businesses we're looking at right now and think, oh my God, they're amazing. Let's take Uber, Airbnb. Yeah. They were all kind of founded at the same time. And then this was just coming out of a big financial crisis and everyone's saying, we don't have money. However, oh, Uber sounds nice. It sounds a lot better than waiting for a cab you know, on a rainy day. Yeah. Airbnb, yeah. I, I want to you know, sleep in someone else's room or, or house, whatever it might be. So I think it's, you know, when you, f when you get that, that, that good match of we are a solid company, we have a solid idea, and we are out there in the market trying to raise investor investment. Investors will look at you and say, "Okay, I can trust these guys. I'm going to put some money there." It's just a matter yeah. of, you know, bettering the storm type of thing, isn't it? Totally, yeah. And 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 like I said, there's so many big success stories of mm -hmm. like brands that 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 that, that can do well and and like get the investment. I, I I guess again, it also you know if you look at the likes of Uber and okay. Airbnb. <clears throat> they fundamentally revolutionized a, a, a archaic kind of existing industry, yeah. right? So the, the tax industry, for instance. Um, 
so you know, I think investors are looking for brands that do do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but also can innovate within the sector. So there could be, you know, for example, there could be other competitors that that, that are out there. But you as a business, can you deliver? A feature and a solution that's better yeah. than any of those guys because you know essentially you know it's 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 that and also can you connect with an audience as well mm-hmm. you know um, there's plenty of like startups and brands that have scaled with 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 a bunch of competitors within their circle True, yeah. um, because they've connected with a consumer with consumer audience and got product market fit um, and have scaled you know so for delivery apps for example exactly yeah how many different apps do you have I mean like a couple of years ago it was like four or five they all pretty much did the same you can order food online but when you start thinking about it if you're the type of client that orders from just eat you're going to get a certain type of, of, of restaurants or business doing yeah. that if you go to deliver it's a completely different service so they kind of found their niche within a very competitive area and the reality is, I think I have like all three on my phone or four, and I'm sure you guys also have it as well. So there is space yeah. to grow. That's the other aspect that those examples, they captured the market and pretty much cut everybody else out, which is a big thing. That's also yeah. the same situation with Lime and Dot with the e-scooters. Yeah. Great businesses, exactly. but at the same time, it's who can literally plow as much money into it, do it as cheap as possible, capture the market. Yeah. And once you've captured the market, you've pretty much can control the price points, do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, and <clears throat> it's actually interesting. So we, um, <clears throat> I, I worked in, um, I worked for a, a few various startups before, and um, marketing has mm-hmm. kind of like been my backbone. But customer acquisition yep. is like super important. Um, but you know, I've worked in subscription businesses where we offer like yeah, free subscriptions, mm-hmm. as in to lower the um, yep. entry barriers to entry, and it's all about cross selling. As soon as you get that market and who buys into your business. Mm-hmm. You can cross sell and upsell into, yeah. into like different tiers, and um, we did that at Zipcar, and it performed really well. Um, but yeah, it's 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 cornering a market, getting the customers in, and then continuing to to, to evolve your your solution and and, yes. and and like hit and 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 as you grow as a business, you will cons- consistently learn from your customers about what their needs and like what their wants are. Yeah. And uh, I think especially at this stage of the business um, at, at pre-seed it's all about speaking to your customers understanding what they want I, I, I over like the past few months I've been picking up the phone speaking to our customers talking to them about the experience got some great feedback some things that we need to improve on you know and 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 but a lot of it has been really positive and, and what they've actually said and, and it is that a lot of customers came back to us and said to us we love your site it's actually really different to a standard e-commerce marketplace. Mm, and I was like, quite, yeah. that's exactly what we wanted to achieve. We want to basically change the behavior mm-hmm. of the existing um, e-commerce model within marketplaces and, and, and provide something that's very intuitive, very mm-hmm. innovative, um, that can deliver um, a, ultimately a better experience yes. for, for the customer. I think there's, there's tons of room to grow. I think most people don't realize this because we assume e-commerce, I'm going to go to eBay, I'm going to go to Amazon, and that's it. But actually, there is quite a lot of businesses growing in this area and quite a lot of businesses are doing very, very well in this area precisely because of that. Because they call up the customer and say, hey, what do you want to see? Yeah. 
because if you, you can buy you know a similar product from Amazon, but you're not going to have the same type of customer experience. So yeah. tell us how how can we make your life better? Yeah. And then they implement that on the website, and then all of a sudden, actually, I'm going to go buy there. Yeah. Because it's so much nicer. They, like they know me. They know the package comes correctly. Yeah. The delivery the system that I use is much nicer than the one from Amazon, for example. And all these things add up. Yeah. And then customers, at least for me. Um, trying to spend their money where they are valid. It's not just, okay, let's pick a random thing, it's let's pick this one because I get extra customer service, right? That doesn't make a difference, yeah. A absolutely, and, and what, across all of my previous roles before, we understood the analytics of how a customer progresses through a site and if they're dropped off somewhere, yeah. pick up the phone, mm -hmm. speak to them, say to them, hey, thank you so much for um, registering on our site. Um, we noticed that you dropped off or you didn't buy your products mm -hmm. or you didn't sign up. Um, we'd love to know what stopped you and, and it will also help us improve our product. Um, and you can basically build a, a pattern based on these learnings which will help you define or you know, redefine your, your, your product offering and, 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 and thus kind of conversion of like new customers. And, um, but you know, it takes time. And as most founders, you are kind of juggling um, 100, 100 million things, um, but it's super important um, because I think at, at this stage, if you don't have that, you could be building a product that has no relevance and to it. goes nowhere and it's such a, <coughs> not even want to say waste of time, a good learning curve. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. But it actually happens a lot. I think a lot of startups have these, some crazy ideas. They go out and try to build these crazy ideas, but then they realize actually the market never said anything to us. So this was just in the back of our minds. We put it yeah. out there. We created a lot of stuff, yeah. but actually the market never validated the idea. So what are you doing? Yeah. I think it's what people need to do when they launch a business is go to your customer and say, hey, is this working? Is this not working? Yeah. If not, then why? And let me understand and let me build it for you. Yeah. Not entirely for one segment, yeah. but as broad as audience as you can, obviously, but build it for them, for your audience, right? Yeah, totally. So we actually, when we came up with our idea for our business, mm -hmm. um, we we worked with a, um, an incubator company called Hyper, uh -huh. um, and uh, we kind of was on the Accelerate program, and we did a lot of uh, kind of consumer testing, seller testing as well. So um, we ran focus groups um, where we got groups of sellers um, in a in a on a video conference um, as 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 well as customers, and we actually learned what we went through the prototype that we built, and we went through. And we got some amazing feedback, which basically helped us um, kind of validate to to yeah to a point in terms of what what we should be kind of moving forward with, what should we, we be changing. Um, but generally, the the general feedback that we got was that they thought a solution that we had built or were planning to build at that time was absolutely aligned with the type of parents, mm -hmm. um, you know. Um, w w for like modern parents and and they said actually said to us they they wish they had that solution Before, yeah. in place when they had their kids basically yeah. um and it's exactly what we said um we we we, <laughs> we we basically built our platform because we wished we had that as like first-time parents so um, I want to go on the point there about working with accelerators mm -hmm. here you're kind of sat inside connected places catapult which is one of the government's main innovation hubs for transport mobility autonomous vehicles and port leadership but at the same time can you explain to the audience how you see accelerators being quite beneficial? Because there's pros, there's cons, some people get really good experiences, some don't. Yeah. You mentioned there that it was quite a good experience in your view? Absolutely, yeah. Um, 
I think, you know, we, 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 we work sort of accelerator. I, I think you, 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 you can get some ones that may not be as, as aligned to your business or not, but we were quite lucky with ours. Um, they believed in our vision, um, but also it, the structure of the programs kind of allowed us to really focus on different components of our business. So, you know, there was the branding part so I'm a marketeer, so like I wanted to make sure that <laughs> I was like, you know, like the branding part really needs to connect with like our customers. So, you know, focuses quite a bit of time on like, making sure that, that that was right. Um, then there's the financial modeling, you know, then we're getting your pitch hardest. deck already, um, you know, prototype, um, getting investment ready. Um, so yeah, you know, I think for us, it, 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 it works out quite well because in the end we were able to raise funds. Mm -hmm. Um, off the off like the back of it, um, and, and I had the support of of like hyper who a lot of, who lot of good contacts it. you got from that. So, let's say you worked with the accelerators, you got market fit, you worked very closely with your customers, and now, as you mentioned before, you've built a community. You've got the ability to upsell, scale up. How is this going to kind of push into your next fundraise? <coughs> How do you see that being so important to that point? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, it was super important. I think having. Uh, having that support at that stage to get us from ideation mm -hmm. to investor ready to then driving traction is super important. I think, especially in this climate as well, we've got we, we, we've got numbers to share. You know, we've got traction. You've got um, a community already there yeah. to kind of put money into you because they believe in your product, and that's yeah, what you've got. Yeah, well, we, 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 what we've done is is that we've validated that we've got a transactional website. Mm -hmm. Customers want to buy products from our site. Um, then there's you know sec like the second phase which is all about reactivation how many times can you reactivate a customer you know um you you, you pay x amount on a cac um on a um but you know can you make more money from yeah. the reactivation side i mean we we invested money in like uh, organic marketing influences um some paid activity yeah. um and we were getting really solid kind of like uh, cost per acquisitions like below kind of like twenty pounds at one point, which w wasn't too bad, you know. I mean, in this environment where it's it's like quite competitive, mm -hmm. um, we we were delivering those numbers. But I guess as a as a founder, and I, th I think especially I might be going very away a little bit from this point, but 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 um, you have to adapt quite a bit mm -hmm. and 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 change strategies here and there because everything changes constantly and especially with the environment you know that we're in so um and, and and needs from like our next round and like the investors help shape kind of the way that you move forward and, and like change change things up to kind of validate certain elements of your business so 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 what advice would you actually give to, to people starting out just just like yourself you know you, you yeah have, what two years of experience doing this yeah so yeah far? yeah yeah so and also raising a family because that's not easy yeah so Mixing everything together, what advice would you, you know, someone who wants to start a business, you tell them, look, yeah. do this, don't do that. Do um, so for me, I think the advice that I give to anyone who wants to launch a new business is, number one, have the passion yeah. and belief that, yeah. you're, that, 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 that you're solving a big problem here and something that's really close to your heart. Um, because it's a lonely world out there mm -hmm. when you launch a business and it's only, it's up to you in order to to drive it forward and you need to have that skill set or like that passion in order to drive through multiple mm -hmm. obstacles and also challenges motivation as well motivation for yeah. sure i think also as well um having the right 
support network behind your business. So, you know, we, we've got a couple of advisors behind us. Um, we have got unofficial advisors. We've got our partners. We've got a, a technical partner who've been amazing um, called Six Berries who have helped us kind of develop our tech. Um, and then also like our net network of parenting friends who have helped us kind of also shape our product. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, have self-belief, have your passion, um, surround yourself with the right people. Um, you'll always get different views from different people, yeah. but believe in your vision um, and it should take you there to, the, to like the next stage. That's a great way to kind of end the podcast on and I, I guess pass so. over to Ricardo on this side, his favorite words. <laughs> My favorite word. <laughs> All right, so if you want to, uh, could you just plug in your product and plug in your services and if people want to reach out to you, um, how, how can they find you? Amazing. Thank you guys. Um, so yeah, so um, you can, so we sell products, services and expertise at Bundle. So you can uh, reach out to or head but, over but to. How, how, do, how do I go, if people just listening in, how do I spell Bundle? It's, oh yeah, so it's um, it's B-N-D-L-E. So you can go to www.bundle.com uh-huh. or head over to our Instagram account, um, which is wearebundle.com. We are bundle. Um, and if you want to email me, you can email me on vish, V-I-S-H, at bundle.com. I'm happy to connect with people um, and, 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 and be part of the community. Lovely. Thank you very much for your time. Thank, Thank you. you very much, guys, for your time. I appreciate it's it. It's been great having you here. Thank you. You too. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Cheers. That's it.